Breaking news from Fox and NBC today that the Manhattan DA's office is making arrangements with law enforcement to have Trump surrender uh, and face an indictment to the Manhattan DA's office. Fox News Alert now, and we are learning that the Manhattan DA's office has asked for a meeting with law enforcement ahead of a potential Trump indictment. This is coming to Fox News from a source in the courts. The meeting, which was requested yesterday and has not been set yet, is to discuss logistics for some time next week, which would mean that they are anticipating an indictment next week. Yes, folks, it's finally happening. My name is Karen Friedman Agnifilo. I'm a co-host on the Midas Media Network's Legal AF. Every Wednesday and Saturday, we break down legal news for you. And so I'm going to explain to you because I was the chief assistant DA, the number two prosecutor at the Manhattan DA's office. And I worked there for 30 years and I was chief assistant for a decade. So let me tell you what's going on and what this this means the fact that law enforcement are all coordinating and preparing for Donald Trump to face charges here. So what we've been saying all along uh, last week when we were notified that um, Donald Trump was given notice to testify in front of the grand jury, we said that means they're about two weeks away from seeking an indictment and we expected to see something either th this week or next week. And so we were right on the money because guess what, folks, it's happening and it's happening next week. The grand jury has been hearing evidence uh, in, about potential crimes committed by Donald Trump in res with respect to Stormy Daniels and the hush money payments, and, and that's all been widely reported. And so what's happened, though, is a grand jury has had witnesses testify. And so the only thing that's left now is to ask the grand jury to vote and to vote on the charges. And if they do, and that will mean that he is indicted for a state court felony crime. And although we don't know exactly what the crimes are, we believe it's most likely falsifying a business record in the first degree, and I suspect there'll be multiple, multiple counts. Now, this is a grand jury that doesn't sit every single day. Uh, we believe they meet Monday, Wednesday, and Thursdays for half a day. And there was no activity coming out of there yesterday. So meaning no reporters reported on seeing any witnesses. So they could have voted yesterday for all we know, but we do not know. Uh, if they hadn't voted yesterday, then I believe they will vote on Monday. And what happens next? Well, what's going, what's happening right now and what's been widely reported is that law enforcement is coordinating Trump's surrender. And that takes big coordination. And it's a, it's something that law enforcement do in New York uh, regularly. It's something that I've been involved in many, 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 many times, whether it's the United Nations General Assembly, whether it's the Pope visiting, or whether it's the prosecution of a terrorist, it doesn't matter. Anything that could bring uh, lots of people together, lots of interest, and potentially people with nefarious purposes, like people who want to bring harm on Donald Trump, et cetera, you know, they, they coordinate and they bring together all different law enforcement agencies. So you would expect the Manhattan DA's office to coordinate with the New York City Police Department, the NYPD. They'd also coordinate with the New York State court officers because the court officers are the ones who will have to coordinate bringing him into the courtroom to see the judge, right? And, and so who's going to be in there and how are they going to protect the president, uh, the former president, I should say, uh, when he's in court? Of course, the Secret Service 
service will be involved. And, and my understanding is they are running point. They're going to lead the law enforcement effort here because they're the ones in charge, right? They're the ones who take care of the former president. Uh, and that's what he'll get for life. I also think that the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force and the Manha- with the Manhattan DA's office would all get together just to not only to coordinate, but to make sure that security is at its tightest and so that nothing can happen there. So we'll see that that they're getting together. They're going to coordinate uh, and talk about what day, what time, where should uh, Donald Trump meet everyone? Where should he go? You know, he's go- he typically uh, a defendant would have to go to one Hogan place, which is the address of the Manhattan DA's office. It's attached. It's the side entrance to the 100 Center Street building, which is where the courts are. And we'll find out which court he's going to. We don't even know yet who the judge is going to be and which courtroom it's going to be, but it'll be in 100 Center Street, which is the main uh, criminal court. It's, this, it's the criminal courts of, the, of Manhattan. But so he comes in the side entrance because of the DA's office, which is attached to 100 Center Street. And that address is one Hogan place. And he'll come in and he'll take an elevator and he'll go up to uh, one of the higher floors, likely seven or eight. And that's where he'll go into the investigation bureau and he will be fingerprinted and processed, which means he, they will, they will write a, an arrest report like every other defendant. They will take his mugshot like every other defendant. Whether he, I doubt he'll be handcuffed. I don't know why I doubt that, but I just don't think that 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 would happen. Uh, Secret Service will not leave his side the entire time. He is in their custody. So that's what's happening right now. We've said for the last week that uh, that Donald Trump was on the one yard line, and uh, I think that's where this is further further indication that that is where we are, and that's that's what's happening in this matter because of the fact that no more witnesses have gone in. We know that Michael Cohen is done testifying, and he's the main witness. And the other thing that happened that tells me that we are on the one yard line is that Donald Trump released one of his. Um, press releases last night, really attacking the Manhattan DA's office, attacking this prosecution, and really going on the offensive against this whole um, this whole case and this whole matter. And he's also put his lawyers out all over the television to try and attack the investigation and the prosecution. And so that led me to believe that there's been communications uh, to his attorneys about potentially surrendering. First, it was whether he wanted to testify, because he does have a right to testify in the grand jury. But we know he would have had to have waived immunity if he was going to testify, but he declined, which is normal. Most defendants do decline, uh, because otherwise, since he would have waived immunity, anything he said would have been used against him, and he would never risk that. So so that's what's going on, uh, going on there. And that's how we knew that uh, something was brewing because he released that press release last night. I even said I, maybe he's been indicted bec- and someone told them something because that that's clearly, clearly someone poked him. And, and so he released that. It's looking today based on the reporting that what's poked him is this indication of coordination of law enforcement, including his Secret Service detail, who obviously they would have told him that that's what's happening. And, and they're 
picking a good day for him to show up uh, next week. Of course, he hasn't, you know, we have to wait for the grand jury to actually indict before he can be required, uh, before his presence can be required. But it sounds to me that the Manhattan DA's office is fairly confident in their case and that they can prove it beyond a reasonable doubt and that they can get the grand jury to, to vote on it. And if they weren't confident and they didn't think they could do it, they wouldn't even be making these arrangements ahead of time. So if he is indicted, we will not know about it unless Donald Trump leaks it because since he's being he's being indicted prior to being arrested, that indictment stays sealed until he goes before the court. So even if Donald Trump starts talking about it, Alvin Bragg will not be permitted to respond because the indictment is sealed. So until he goes to court, we will not know anything about it and we will not be able to get any confirmation, which you know, he'll obviously be able to then spin it and get his story out the way he always does. And it'll be frustrating because we will want to hear the other side, but it is what it is because it'll be sealed. And so it'll be sealed until he goes before the judge and is arraigned and told of the charges. Many people have been asking, what if he refuses to come to New York? Can he be required? Well, this is an unprecedented situation. So uh, I can only tell you what would normally happen. I can't tell you what will happen in this case. Uh, what would normally happen if someone's been indicted and they reside or are present in another jurisdiction, what, uh, what would happen is um, law enforcement in New York would coordinate with uh, Florida and they would do that by seeking a governor's warrant and it would be governor to governor. So it would be New York's governor, Kathy Hochul, would contact Ron DeSantis through paperwork, obviously. And, and by the way, they do this all the time with other defendants who get arrested in other jurisdictions. And all it is is a ministerial administrative paperwork thing. I mean, the U.S. Constitution provides for this interstate cooperation when it comes to um, people who have committed crimes. And so it's really a ministerial act. And uh, normally what would happen is they would just make arrangements for the defendant to be transported to, um, to New York. And if the defendant waives extradition, meaning they agree to go, they go quickly and they go see, be taken before a judge in, uh, in New York. They could also not waive extradition and fight the extradition. And normally what happens is a judge would then incarcerate the defendant while they litigate the extradition. Of course, that's never going to happen here. So we'll see if, if, if Ron DeSantis actually doesn't cooperate with New York. If he doesn't, law enforcement in New York still has other tools that they can, that they can employ. They can work with local Florida law enforcement to uh, bring Donald Trump before a judge who will then order him to go to New York. I mean, there are ways to do this, but I, again, I, I doubt any of that would happen. I think they would just try to persuade him to come and surrender on his own. You know, obviously, if he doesn't come and he's fighting it, if he went to any other state, uh, the same process could occur. Law enforcement in New York could work with law enforcement in any other state to do the same you know, procedure, which is arrest him on an arrest warrant, bring him before a judge, et cetera. But because he is who he is, I don't think any of those things will happen. Um, but I also don't know that he would agree to come voluntarily either. So this is unprecedented. Uh, any, it's anyone's guess as to how this will actually play out, but these are all the possibilities. And I'm not surprised to hear, especially from Fox News, which of course, you know, where they're hearing it from, that Donald Trump, uh, 
that law enforcement is getting together and coordinating his surrender. So if he wasn't going to cooperate, I'm sure he would have told someone that already or said that already, and we would probably know. So I think it's more likely that Secret Service will take the lead and say, this is how we can keep him secure. This is how we'll get him here. And um, and that it'll be coordinated with Secret Service that way. And he'll come to New York, I expect, sometime next week. And uh, there you have it. That's what's going to happen. So it's looking like we will see the former president charged with a felony uh, in New York uh, as of next week. Thanks for joining. I'm Karen Friedman Agnifilo. Tune in to Legal AF every Wednesday and Saturday. We to hear the latest, uh, the latest consequential legal and political news. Our blue wall stopped the red wave and election deniers got denied election. That's why we're celebrating with the new Democracy Prevails team. We've got lots of work to do, but we should all be proud that when democracy was tested, democracy prevailed. You've earned this. Don't wait. Get yours right now at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.